It's time for To The Max Sports, where we talk about sports. They're just two guys, Max and Drew, in a bar talking all things sports. Well, without the bar. And the beer. Wait, why aren't we in the bar? Hello, folks, and welcome to the Flying Whipper Production Studios. I am here with the Oracle of San Antonio Sports Radio, Jeff Vexler. Got brother Bob working the ones and twos, and as usual, well, we're in a park. Is it's it's colder than oh shit thirty? It out is there. awful outside, man. But we made it. We made it for you, folks. So all you can do is hit that like and subscribe button for us. Fair enough. What are we okay. going to talk about? Oh, I've got a few things. You want to start with? I, I I'll I'll tell you what's top of my mind. Okay. Ooh, what's first, top of your mind? First, let me tell you what's top okay. of my mind. Right. We always unveil my beer oh, of the okay. week. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. My beer of the week. My beer of the week. Yes, that's all we need, Jeff, is some tasty waves and a cool buzz. <laughs> all right. What do we got, Brother Bob? Natty? Natty Light, baby. Oh, come Look on. At you, yeah, baby. We're going old school with the Natty Light. Uh, since you're curious, uh, my non-alcoholic beer tonight yes, is the St. Pauli Girl in a, a very good non-alcoholic beer. Better than the one last week. Not as good as the other one, but still yeah. quite good in its own right. Because that one was quite tasty. Oh, it's delicious. And I've got a sixer of those right over here. Well, as always, folks, if you drink, drink responsibly. If you don't, go ahead and get trashed. Just take an Uber and, and don't <laughs> throw up in the Uber car. There you go. The St. Pauli Girl, um, whether it's alcoholic or non-alcoholic, she's still hot. Mm. You don't have to be drunk mm-hmm. to like her tits. Uh, Am I allowed to say tits on this show? Yeah, you can say yeah, every okay. you can. Yeah. We haven't been Good, banned I did yet. twice. So, Juwan Howard, um, mm. what do you think? We That's start what with, I was going to say. We start with Juwan Howard. Mind. We've been working long enough. We just kind of read each other's yeah. minds. Okay, so um, what do you guys think of the suspension? Are you well, at uh, all surprised? Yes. Okay, where is you? Where does your surprise do, come so, in? So, too hard, I, too do, light. Do, do we want to watch the video? Yeah, I do. Oh, yeah, let's watch it. Seventy-seven to sixty-three. So the very end of the game. And Juwan Howard not the handshake line. Immediately to shake hands. Now he's going to get in the line. Interesting. Juwan just wants to walk past him. Says something to him. Oh, the mask comes off. You know he's serious. He's going to blow COVID on him. Well, I mean, yeah, he, he, he wasn't serious until yeah, then he threw the punch. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So. Uh, do we need to Zapruder film that thing? Because I, I, I really think we do. Um, how so? Well, a lot of people are saying that Coach Guard of Wisconsin is culpable in this matter for putting his hands on Jawan Howard. Well, the guy working the ones and twos thinks that. I I think he, he shares some responsibility. I don't think it's as heinous, the grab, as some people have made it. That that I, I think he intended to just kind of slow Howard down. Correct. To get his attention. Because Howard, on his way past him, said, I'm going to remember that. And guard went, well, wait a minute. If you're going to say something to me, then we need to talk. 
Now, if Jawan Howard wants to quietly and without a word walk past Coach Guard and give him the full cold shoulder, Heisman. as some coaches do, okay, yeah. that does happen in basketball. It happens in other sports as well. You just cold shoulder the guy. You don't say a word. That's one thing. But when Jawan Howard has something to say where he says, I'm going to remember that. Well, now, if I'm Coach Guard, I'm like, well, wait a minute. You want to say something, then let's have a talk. Right. Here's why I did what I did. And for those of you who don't know and are living under a rock, Wisconsin was blowing out Michigan. Michigan is a proud team, a proud program. They're in a down year. Coach Howard is, um, he's revered there because he's had two good seasons. Mm -hmm. And this one's being, you know, turning out to be a little bit of a down one. But nonetheless, I think people have faith that he's going to be the Michigan man to bring the, the, the program. Well, I don't want to say back to prominence because it's been prominent, not perennially, but really every decade they've had a good team for as long as I've been alive. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, so anyway, to maintain what Michigan has in their basketball program. And, um, so they're getting blown out. Michigan is down almost 20 and they're pressing late in the game when the game is decided and Wisconsin calls a timeout and that pissed Jawan Howard off to the point that he's going to remember that. I mean, I, I don't know, man. I, I think it's a major overreaction from Juwan Howard. I think that's, I, I think that's pretty obvious. And secondly, I, I think, just think, I think this, don't put your hands on me. Bullshit excuse that a lot of people make nowadays. Yeah. Don't put your hand on my kid or I'll kill you. <laughs> I mean, really, really like, yeah, really. Right. If a coach does that to your kid, That's a I mean, you know, I used to have a coach, Roger Hankins. If you're out there and listening, go to bed, it's so, late and well, you're old. Well, first of all, Roger <laughs> hit like, and subscribe and then go to bed. Also that, but coach Hankins was a great coach and a great man. And I was his point guard. He led me through every single play by the scruff of the uniform. Yeah. Now, am I supposed to be offended by Was I supposed to be offended by that? I wasn't. Yep. It didn't, didn't hurt. Didn't hurt my feelings. Right. We talked about it a couple of weeks ago and in high school, the coach would grab your face mask yeah. and pull you to get your attention. Absolutely. Uh, now, now just, there is a fine line between right. getting, a, yes, attention. between that and abuse. I agree. But like, if we're talking about there being a fine line between abuse and attention, which is the words you just used, then isn't Coach Guard just trying to get the attention of Jawan Howard as Jawan Howard says something to him and then yeah. tries to walk past? Howard has some anger issues. Bob has mentioned that before. Personally, myself, it's a fireable offense. I totally no. agree. It's no. a fireable offense. It was a fireable offense. Listen, he threw a punch at he threw at, a punch at, listen, at an in, assistant in, in coach. the workplace, Bob. Can you think of any scenario where you can punch a coworker, a customer, or a fellow uh, peer, punch him in the face and not lose your job? Any any other occupation? Well, not when it because doesn't involve a, not when it doesn't involve law enforcement vital self defense. Right. right. And I'll tell you what, and and, and I'm going to throw this out there, guys, and it's just because we, we talk about everything. Had it been a white coach that had punched a black coach 
Do you think the media would have handled this completely differently? We're going there now? I, right now? I, yeah. Right. I, 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 I actually, All right. I, I, I don't think so. I, I think it was handled the way it needed to be handled. Juwan Howard has anger management issues. But here's the thing that I truly 100% believe. All sins are forgiven with competitive success. Oh, no doubt. Okay. But he could, he could go down to Madison, Wisconsin, to a fraternity house and beat the living poop out of a bunch of frat brothers. And if he's, if he's posting an undefeated season, the Michigan boosters don't care. Is it hard to have a serious conversation when this guy opens up? Beers so for the most part, Bob, I totally agree with that. Obviously, the proof is in the pudding. Well, He's been be- a pretty good head coach, took his team to a Final Four. It's going to be hard to fire a guy who's had that kind of success. And I think a lot of people believe, including myself, <clears throat> that Juwan Howard's going to do great at Michigan because of the way he can recruit and the stature of the man that he is. He had a long NBA career. Yeah. Obviously, his time at Michigan was, um, well, it was preeminent and it was it was you know, reasonably Woody successful. Woody Hayes lost his career when he punched a player. Oh, I mean, um, you can, you can if count. If Bobby Knight had done that, they would have, I think actually they would have, towards the latter part of his career, they would have fired Absolutely. Him. Absolutely. Um, I'm honestly shocked that Juwan Howard isn't fired. At the end of the day, that's, that's a felony assault. As much as you want to make it hyperbole, it was a felony assault. I'm not rooting for him to get fired. I, I wasn't. I think at a minimum, suspend him, make him take till next season, make him take anger management courses, and then go out and speak about ways you can conduct yourself, you know, after he takes these courses, because it's just unacceptable behavior. I can't believe he's coming back this season uh, that's, for the that's, conference tournament. That's actually what shocked It blows me. my mind. Uh, yeah. Um but it needed to be harsher than that, in my opinion. And it's short of firing. And honestly, I do believe it's a fireable offense. But if they're not going to fire him, it needs to be a lot more than five games. Five games That's, is a full-on slap on the wrist. Well, I, I mean, nothing. nothing's preventing the University of Michigan heaping onto That's that correct. suspension is from the conference, not the university. The university, if they had cojones, if they had some testicles, would say, this is not what we stand for. Yeah. This is not what we believe. Coach Howard, you are sitting the rest of the season. I want to see some contriteness. I want to see anger management classes. I want to see something moving forward. Yeah. No. But but they're not going to do it because they don't care. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, it's, it's, it's apparent or it's becoming apparent that they don't. Yeah. Uh, the longer this goes without word, from the University of Michigan on an additional suspension. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. And by the way, I covered Juwan Howard many years ago. Uh, was I in college or just right out of college in Washington, D.C.? And he was an asshole. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to mix words. He was an asshole. And I'm not surprised that he's still an asshole. Yeah, those Tigers don't change their stripes. Um, well, not to beat a dead horse. Uh, how you like that for a segue? There you go. We've been on from something serious to something comical. The NBA All-Star Game. Don't call it a game. Call it a joke? Call it call it a sporting exhibition. Sure. I but it is not a game. I literally watched two minutes and said, you know what? I have more fun going on YouTube watching Professor Live and Street Ballers than this crap. Let I me ask watch, you I something. Watch that what quarter did you watch? 
I watched it when he made like three three pointers in a row or Steph at the beginning. A little bit of the first. Or somebody else made Steph. three threes. Okay. I watched a little bit of the beginning. <laughs> yeah. And then I tuned it out and watched another second quarter. I guess they have a broken down now, some yeah. shitty way. And I was just like, I- I'm out. So I watched uh, a minute or two in the first half and then about two minutes in the fourth quarter. And honestly, all all-star games suck. Okay. They all suck. There's not a good one. Forget it. It, it, it. They're they're a great exhibition. They were a great exhibition back in the day before everybody could see players out of market anytime they wanted to. But here's here's an interesting segue. Do you know Pete Alonso in baseball sure. made more money winning two home run derbies than he did in his first three years on his baseball contract? That's no, I didn't know. Well, that's that. different. That's a gimmick. You don't have to turn a game into a gimmick. That's a gimmick side aspect. Well, we're going to get to that in a little bit because we're so going to talk about that. The but. fourth quarter had some entertainment value. I don't okay? know. I, didn't see that. I know, but it did. And it always does. When they start to play a little harder, it becomes more interesting. <laughs> but at the end of the day, All Star Weekend for the NBA has turned into an absolute shit show. Oh, it's yeah. it, it, it's not All-Star Weekend. It's a week off. It is that. And that's annoying because I'm an NBA guy and I want to watch games tonight and they're still not back to work. Um, look, I get it. They do need a mid-season break. And this isn't even mid-season, but, you know, a theoretical mid-season break. I well, get it. It's gotten so bad that in the ratings, there was a 41% higher viewership of guys in a car circling an oval track than there was the actual All-Star game. <laughs> oh, don't, don't diss NASCAR like that. People not, love NASCAR. I'm not dissing it, but at the end of the day. Oh, excuse me. And they went into overtime. NASCAR yeah. did? Yeah. I didn't know there was such thing as overtime. Well, they, yeah, they, they had a yellow flag at the back end of it where they needed to extend the race ah. as opposed to Formula what Formula One did to Lewis Hamilton. But, but the, the point I'm trying to make, year. if you're a casual fan, <laughs> would you rather watch two hours of NASCAR or two hours of really good NBA basketball? I would much rather watch NBA basketball. And most people would, and I'm just not dissing NASCAR. It's just a fact. Yeah. But I think I would have rather watched Guys racing around a track hoping to see a, a car wreck before I watch that train wreck. I don't watch NASCAR ever, but if I'd known NASCAR was having an important race and it was on the other channel, I would have watched that over the All-Star game too. <laughs> but the, uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it, it's not the little Debbie 250 from Bristol. It's the Daytona 500. Yeah. Um, so when I was in the Army, Bob, my boss used to say, uh, Lieutenant, if you're going to bring me a problem, bring me a solution. What is the solution to the NBA? Okay. Oh, I got some I'm ideas. so glad you asked. Yeah. Okay, first of all, the All-Star game does not need to be four quarters. There's just no point in it being four quarters. Um, play two quarters, for God's sakes. Um, get it over with fast. I don't care. Play three on three. Separate them into three on three. Maybe exactly. they'll give a damn. Exactly. Play weird-ass wipeout level games. Yeah. I mean, have multiple courts going on at once. I don't care, but it's got to become more interesting. That's number one. Number two, the slam dunk competition absolutely, utterly sucks. And it is a pillar of my love for the NBA, the dunk contest. I grew up on it. I'm talking about Spud Webb, Kenny Skywalker, obviously Dominique and Michael. I mean, 
I wa- I have watched every single dunk contest that has ever taken place live, and I've been glued to the yeah. set. I will say this, Jeff. After old boy jumped over a car, I was like, how how in the hell can you ever fucking top, top that? that? Well, I kind of thought that dunk sucked. So there you go. <laughs> but he jumped over a freaking car. <laughs> kind of. He jumped over the hood. Okay. He didn't even jump over like the, car. The, I know, but he didn't jump over the cabin. Well, so that's how you could do better. If somebody jumps over the cabin, yeah. then it's interesting. And there's a guy in France that does that, okay, by the way. Well, bring um, him in for the All-Star game. Anyhow. Uh, hey, dude, they did that a couple of years ago. They brought a guy in from the G League yeah. to compete in the... Anyway, the dunk contest is a dadgum mess. Yeah. Just give them 45 seconds to go out there in the first round and do whatever dunks they can in 45 seconds. Missed dunks suck. Yeah, it is dragged on It is awful. I don't want to see anybody attempt the same dunk 12 times in a row. Yeah. That's not exciting. Even if he gets it and it's a superb dunk, if it's on the 12th time, it's not fun. <laughs> and the crowd there can't even pretend like it's fun because they're bored to tears. You saw Shaq. I mean, he's yawning over there. And, and, and he's just, you know, he ought to be. It was terrible entertainment. Awful. So if you want me to be interested in All-Star Weekend, change the dunk contest to give them just time to do their coolest stuff. Yeah. And if you want to get to the next round and do anything you can do, I can do better, then I'm interested, right? If I go up and I do a 360 windmill, and then you got to come up and do a 360 windmill, I'm interested. Even if he called it horse dunk contest. Yes. Where I did a 360, now you, and whoever does, then it just kind of. I'm I'm down. There's just got to be changes. Um, But if you want to bring the entirety of All-Star Weekend to, to its utmost climax bring back the damn old timers game that'd be cool why haven't we done that yet we've got so many retired stars and there's so much nostalgia currently with young people for the 90s yeah why don't we have we could bring back Jawan howard seriously Jawan howard be fine (laughs) why don't you have Jawan howard chris weber Charles Oakley, mm-hmm. um, Ray Allen. You know, look, I don't want anybody who just retired last year. Right. Okay. But if you remember the old timers game. Yeah. Something like that. 50 to 70. So Bird can get in there. Do you remember Bird would never go do it. Right. And the guys who are 70, they probably shouldn't. Um, okay. <laughs> they, they really shouldn't. But do you remember the old timers game, Bob, when we were kids? Yeah. Like, Okay, they they would have guys out there like Bob Cousy, who was like 70. But it was still sort of entertaining because Cousy had a little flash to him. And then there were guys who were like only like five or six years retired, like Gervin. Yeah. Who probably could still go hang 30 in an NBA game. He put up 51. I'm serious. He put up like 50 in an old timers game one time. And it was so freaking entertaining. You telling me that people wouldn't tune in to watch Dennis Rodman go grab one more yeah. rebound. As long as he's wearing a tutu. And he might. And it's the it's the old timers game. So like anything goes. And it actually right? would probably be more entertaining than the game we see now. I'm telling you, it would be twice <clears throat> as entertaining. So here's how I think you fix it. Hear me out here real quick and we'll move on. Um if you want to make the All-Star game meaningful, that baseball has somewhat made, made the All-Star game meaningful by, by home field advantage. They faked it, though. But, but what if we did this? So whoever wins the All-Star game, whichever conference, 
maybe they get more ping pong balls on the lottery side of that draft. Won't work because none of those teams are going to be in the lottery. And so why would it behoove them to make teams in their own conference, but at the bottom of their conference, better? And and as currently constituted, it's not conference what versus if, conference what, anyway. What, it's what LeBron if, versus also that. Yeah. What if you play for home field advantage or home court advantage? The only way it'll ever get truly interesting, and I'm talking about the all-star game itself, not just the weekend, is if we come to a point where we are selecting all-stars for an international team and an American team. That's the only way the game itself becomes interesting because then you have the Olympics. No, no, it's not because it's 12 guys on an international roster that are from, you know, eight different countries. Kind of a Ryder cup. That's sort of more like the president's cup, but yeah. But, but, but why do we have to have a competitively interesting contest? I don't think we do. Let's just have a fun spectacle over the weekend and just enjoy the spectacle that is professional basketball. Because the game, the game sucks. And I'll tell you what, they, the, when watching people half-ass it up and down a basketball floor so the next guy can just catch an alley-oop with no defense, I'll tell you what, it's not 80s, entertaining. In the 80s and 90s, the All-Star games, they were good. They were good. They were better than what I, we got I, They were better. I think a lot of people do the, oh, man, it used to be grit and grind for four quarters. No, it wasn't. No. It, was, it was an exhibition, too. But... The entire fourth quarter was played hard. Yeah. Uh, that did not happen this year. Uh, it hasn't happened in a couple of years. Yeah. Um, and frankly, I just think you have a different generation of athlete at the forefront in the NBA now than you did even five years ago. Yeah. Kobe Bryant was not going to let the fourth quarter be a fuck around. Yeah. He wanted to win. Yep. Um, I don't think Steph Curry cares. He's out there to put on a show. He is a showman. LeBron James sure as hell doesn't care. He's just got bigger fish to fry, like his Lakers sucking. Um, So you mentioned that. Um, Yeah. LeBron, again, wants to blame management for that sorry product that's on the field when he's pretty much responsible for what's on the court right now. Yeah, he's not pretty much responsible for it. He's totally responsible for it. But I guess he's pissed off they didn't make a move for – um, John Wall. John Wall. Well, tough. tough. He's still out. He hasn't played all year. He's not out. The Rockets have told him, don't come to practice. Don't come to the games. We don't want you. That's what's happened there. They're paying him not to come. I want that job. I do too. What is it Particularly about at that salary. If you're a Houston athlete, you got it made. No matter what sport you're in, you don't have to show up for work and you still get paid. Houston's a great place Deshaun, to be a professional athlete. Deshaun Watson, yeah. all of them, man. Just say it. Uh, that's it a good over. point. Deshaun's the same boat, right? Um, you got to lay in the bed you made, LeBron. This is what you wanted. This is what you asked for. All of us who watch basketball and follow basketball and have loved and been entertained by Russell Westbrook for his whole career knew that this was a bad mixture. Failed bit. Yeah. Just a terrible idea. And LeBron, the player, as great as he is, he's the opposite as a general manager. Yeah. He's just, he's garbage. Garbage. Oh, but you know he's going to own an NBA team one of these days. Damn right he is. But he better not run the general manager job. Own it. He'll be the Jerry Jones. He's a great businessman. Yeah, but he could be a Jerry Jones. I mean, you know, Michael Jordan's the greatest player that ever lived, but he's not very good at evaluating talent. Apparently. 
you know, there, I mean, but but there are very few elite level or even good level professional athletes who have transitioned into the front. Correct. Office. Very, very I mean, few. It's, it's isn't Larry Bird the greatest athlete in his or her sport to go on and become a successful coach? I can't think of another one. I can't think of somebody better in their sport. I mean, Joe Montana didn't go into coaching. Right. It's very tough for no. a, a top tier athlete to be a coach. I mean, baseball managers, I mean, none of the greats of all time went into management. I mean, I guess Pete Rose, Pete Rose might be the closest thing to Larry Bird you got. And, 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 go, and going back to all-star games, Pete Rose knocks a guy out during an yeah. all-star game. Yeah, that happened. <laughs> they played to win. Yeah. That was Ray Fossey. It ruined yeah. his career. So anything else on the NBA front that we need to know about? You know, I'm interested in the second half of the season. It's going to be good to figure out which teams are in full tank mode and which teams are going to go for it. The trade deadline gave us a pretty good hint about who was going to go all in and try to make the play-in games. Um, Teams like Portland. I mean, I don't know why Portland thinks they belong in a play-in game. They're not going anywhere. It's not like they're going to win a first round series. They have no chance, but they want to make the playoffs. Okay, good for them. Meanwhile, the Spurs are kind of in the other mode. Mm -hmm. Like, no, 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 we're cool. We'll just take more ping pong balls. Mm -hmm. New Orleans, another team that the Spurs are kind of battling with for one of the bottom seeds in the Western Conference. Has Zion (laughs) ate himself out of the NBA? Nobody knows anything about him. It's like he's he's Bigfoot. Nobody sees him anymore. Uh, they know he's there, but they just don't see Yeah. Uh, the Spurs, meanwhile, uh, I w- oh, I was going to say that New Orleans, sorry, got distracted there. New Orleans looks like they're going all in on trying to make the play-in game down the stretch here. Mm-hmm. Let them have it, Spurs. Let them finish with the better record. I'll take the ping pong balls. I have no interest in the Spurs playing in the play-in game. No. I love our team. I love the guys. I love pop. I love everything Brian Wright did at the trade deadline. And I have no interest in seeing them play in a play in game right. when I know damn well that they can't win a first round matchup. Right. And we have pretty good luck with ping pong balls. So you never know. You never and know. this is, I, I'm telling you, this is a, I think I told you all this last week or maybe it was a few weeks back. Mm-hmm. This is a sneaky, good NBA draft. There is talent aplenty. You just have to find the right guy. Now, next year's, next summer's draft is loaded, just beyond loaded. Three top tier, top flight franchise changers. Didn't Oklahoma a couple years ago stockpile a a shit ton of... Oklahoma has 36 picks coming in the next seven years, I think it is. That's incredible, isn't it? Yeah. It's scary. It's unreal. Well, keeping with uh, players that weren't lottery picks, actually they were, um, NBA uh, Hall of Fame. I'm going to read off some names and tell me. Give it yeah, to me. Yes or no. Well, and if, if you don't know some of Let me ask a question first. Is there a limitation on the number of people that get in annually? I, Do you know that, Bob? I don't think there's a I limitation. It's, it's by I don't vote, think there it's is. It's by vote count. Yeah, right. So you could theoretically have every single person get in, right? Or uh, nobody. Well, I think that by virtue of the of the scoring system, some will be left behind. Okay. Um, I saw this guy play. He was an old school ABAer. 
good player, Hall of Famer, knows Swin Cash. If you don't know anything about him, that's okay. Isn't Swin Cash a chick? I'm thinking of the other. You know what? <laughs> you never know nowadays. Wasn't there a Swin? No, Swin Cash was. was yep. Wasn't there one in the NBA? Who? The there, W. Are you talking about NBA? Sven? No, but there are was you talking a, about Sven Nader? Sven Nader was in the NBA in the 80s. He played for the Spurs for a minute. Yeah, there was another guy who played in the a- a- ABA. Or, yeah, the old ABA. Anyway. Sven Cash, not an ABA player. I always, Anyhow. I only spoke the good carry, stuff. Carry on. Okay, Swin, <laughs> Swin Cash. Yes. I know, I know who uh, Swin Cash gets in. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, um, she she's vice president of basketball operations and team development for the Pelicans. Yeah, and she was absolutely a star. Yeah. Don't know who she is, don't care, but if you say so, you're the basketball yeah. guru. She's she's a uh, goddess. I say no to him. He's a good He's player. He's a she. <laughs> he, got, he got ass nowadays. Uh, Tim Hardaway, I say no. No. Yeah. Michael Cooper, I say no. No. Marquise Johnson, good player. Mm. No. The five best time, thing. Five-time NBA All-Star, but. The best thing Mar- Marcus Johnson ever did was um, his role in um, White Men Can't Jump. You remember that? He was good movie. He was Raymond, <laughs> and he went in to rob the store, right? And he had the he had the sock hat pulled over his face, and the guy behind the desk goes, Is that you, Raymond? <laughs> no, this ain't Raymond. No. So we're going to say Best Supporting Actor, maybe, Hall of Fame, or no? No. Marcus Johnson was awesome. He's a great announcer. Uh, I don't know if he's still doing that. He probably is. Marcus Johnson's real cool, yeah. but probably not a Hall of Famer. Two thumbs up, absolutely. George Carl. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know whether George Carl gets in because he's pissed off so many people, but if it were my Hall of Fame, he'd get in. Yeah. I mean, just an incredible <clears throat> coach. Uh, don't know who she is, don't care. Lita Andrews. Wow, we're sexist tonight, aren't we? Yeah, I'm going to say yes. I have to be honest. I don't know who that is. Winning this high school coach. Oh. Coach high school basketball for 52 years at five high schools in Texas. I apologize for not knowing who that is. Uh, if you put up with high school. Coach, Are we sure it's a woman? This one is a woman. Okay. All right. Well. Um, if she coached that many thousand. years in high school, I'm going to say, yes, you're a Hall of Famer. Put Sounds up. like it. I mean, I don't know whether that's basketball, Hall of Fame, or Texas. Anyway, whatever. Putting up with okay. Brad. Sure. Uh, Bob Huggins, yes. No. Okay. Why not? National championships? Uh, no. I know. Won two NCAA Division One regional championships. He's been a very good head coach for a very long time. I love his teams but they weren't, annually. They weren't, they weren't those. Never won. But they weren't those high echelon teams. Like Damn right they were. His Cincinnati teams were badass. But, you, but he elevated a team that you don't think of historically as a basketball team. Okay. Well, he did, he's done that with West Virginia and Cincinnati. And I think if he had North I can't Carolina even remember where it was. Kansas well, there's a reason he didn't get those jobs, and that's because he's Bob Huggins. He's not getting in. 913 and 393 with a 699 winning percentage. Oh, he's no joke. I mean, he is an awesome, awesome basketball coach. Makes $3.575 million a year at West Virginia. That's got to be the highest paid state employee in, the, in oh, West Virginia, right? Yes. I mean, that's got that's more than the football coach, I would uh, think. Other than Joe Manchin, probably. No, uh, well. Yeah. Um, 
But if you're willing to end your career in West Virginia, you're all of Famer. Look, I like Bob Huggins. I love his teams. I don't think he's a Hall of Famer. Okay. Sorry. And then people I don't know. So oh, you and, you and kind of forgot you're somebody forgetting somebody really important. Manu, buddy. Manu. Ginobili is the head Ginobili. of the, Ginobili is the head of the class. Yeah, he's in. He yep. is the he is the headliner. Uh I would expect that um people come out of the woodwork. And if Kobe Bryant was still alive, he'd sure as hell be one of them mm-hmm. to say that was the baddest dude that you guys don't know. Mm-hmm. And he, he revolutionized the sixth man. He did. He really did. Um, and he started the, really, for all things all considered, he revolutionized the international, the way we looked at international mm-hmm. players. I totally agree with that Him second remark. Him and yeah, I would say that Drazen Petrovic um, kind of began to break sure. that wall down. Sharunas Marcelonis kind of began to break that wall down. But Ginobili was the one who just wrecked it and was like, oh, you think international ball players, you know, can only play a certain style. We'll watch them in a dunk in your throat. Yeah. And uh, no, Ginobili is singularly the most underrated basketball player in the history of the league. I watched and tell me if you guys caught this on TNT. They had like seven or eight different teams set up to draft the top 75 basketball players of all time. Parker, Did you see that? Ginobili were out of it. Yeah. Well, them not being on the list isn't surprising, but yeah, those, I, I those people, those people who were drafting were allowed to pick players that weren't on the list of 75. So for instance, Jokic, Nikola Jokic wasn't on that list, but somebody took him anyway, because they wanted a, a badass center like Jokic. And I don't blame them for doing it. Nobody took Ginobili. Yeah, that's kind of surprising. Um, but I think, you know, he he wasn't considered what you call a starter. So I think that... He was, a finisher. A bit. he was a finisher. It's twice as important. Mm-hmm. And a, a hell of a competitor. I mean, if you, wanted, if you wanted to go with the ball and you had three or four minutes left and just take charge and... My favorite man. basketball player who ever put on sneakers. Honestly, did he, I, I, did he I make that fouled Nowitzki in an important Yeah, that was um, broke my heart. 06 Vexler, 06, I believe. Yeah. And the Spurs had a chance to go back to back. And um, Ginobili comes down on the left side and makes a three right in the defense's face to, to put the Spurs up two. And it was huge nuts to take and make that shot Mm -hmm. and right back on the other end, Dirk comes to the rim. And if Ginobili lets him go, all he does is tie the game, but he fouls him and they win. And, but that's Ginobili. You can't, you can't take the spirit out of the guy and tell him not to challenge somebody at the rim. I, everything Ginobili did in his NBA career to me is gold, gold. Right. I mean, I, I honestly, I think in 20 years, we're still going to be studying how the hell did Ginobili get to the basket every single time he wanted yeah. to for like 10 years without any flash, really? I mean, did he have flashy dribble moves like like Kyrie Irving or like Steph Curry? No, he just he just got to the rim whenever he wanted to. Yeah. Hey, are, do we look dark on yeah, our lighting's gone weird? I don't know if it's anything, but oh, yeah, there I'm it is. Just switching cameras. Hey, we're back. 
I look better the other way, actually. Perfect. Yeah, that one's too dark. Perfect. Actually, that's so dark. But oh, I can't see, Andy. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> let's end it on a down note. On a down note? It looks okay. like Major League Baseball is going to be a big turd. We have, we have a few more days. You're saying March 1st now? No, Ma- Major League Baseball is is telling the players Monday. Monday is the drop dead date. They want four. They want four weeks of spring training before before they'll go go to opening game. Make me care. Oh, I Why? care because. Why? Flip it back to camera. Um, uh, I care because I love baseball and I, I hate that to one? see him. I hate to see him ruin the game again. Oh, it just it breaks my heart. Honestly, I, fat pigs get slaughtered, right? Like these are the rules in Major League Baseball has never figured it out that every time they have a labor stoppage, they screw the fans and the fans walk away. And they screw the employees of all these stadiums. Baseball is a dying sport, man. And it shouldn't be. It doesn't have to be. I love baseball too, but it is a dying sport. Baseball has major structural problems. Yeah. The, The length of games, the pace of play, the amount of time between individual pieces of action it is not a sport that that comports with today's entertainment landscape. Well, Goose Gossage, I, if you can pull him up, he had a lot of hot sports opinions. He was a great reliever sure. for the Yankees. Sure. <clears throat> a few comments he made. He's pissed off Ortiz is in the Hall of Fame because he was he he tested hot for hey, PDs. No, he did not. Back in 2000. No, he didn't. Okay. He was part of that stupid report where they didn't even say what these people had tested positive for. Bullshit, Goose. He didn't. Uh, he never tested positive for by Major League Baseball. I'll never. Bet, I bet you wouldn't say that to his face. I would. You kick your ass. I, you see he that might. Mustache? I'd still Put say that it to his face. Up there. I remember Goose. You, I remember Goose very well. You have a beautiful mustache, but by the way, isn't Goose Gossage that, still pissed off that he didn't get in the Hall of Fame? Didn't no, no. probably. Isn't he? Yeah. This, this mustache, either you play professional sports or you're a porn star. Yeah, there's only two options, yeah. really. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You said something that 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 I, I wanted to um, address. address. Um. Major League. Oh, I was going to agree with everything Bob said about the problems with baseball and give a rejoinder by saying they have the most aging fan base of all the major sports. Yep. Their average age is 20 years that of the NBA. My age. I mean, it's got to be 10 years that of the NFL. It doesn't have to be that way. It doesn't, but when the sport takes as long as it does, when the sport keeps itself off of YouTube, that's brilliant. You can't watch highlights of baseball on YouTube. When it takes me long. Don't think so. No, unless they changed it. Well, they have, because I watched it every night this summer. Okay. Yeah. Wait, watched games live? Oh, not live, the highlights. Highlights. Which I don't want to sit through a two-hour game, so I'll okay. watch the 15 minutes. Yeah, exactly. That's, that, that's one of the problems. When it takes me longer to watch a Major League Baseball game than the next Marvel movie. So what about a, we have a seven yeah. in, Some people say seven innings. No. No. How, how about this? I've thought this a lot. I'm, I'm with a, Bob. Absolutely yeah, effing I, I, not. I'm a baseball don't fan. Don't change for Think nine about innings. This. 
The pitcher goes out there. He pitches the first inning. He retires the side. He stays out and pitches the second inning. So you pitch two innings, but you get your outs, but you don't walk back to the mound. So it's two innings. I follow you. I That would speed up so much. Of the I game. just think they need a pitch clock. Like an actually enforced pitch clock. I am, I am, I am with you on the pitch clock. I the games need to be shorter, but but not but not an inning count. One of no. the things about baseball versus football, hockey, basketball, the stats, the statistics mean something. They really do, and it means something over the years. I can compare Babe Ruth, even though he played without. Black people. players yeah. and, mm-hmm. and, and, and Latin players. Because the integrity of the game never changes. It's still the distances. You, you can't screw it up. Well, like unless you take course. steroids or juice the ball. Well, that's the only <laughs> way. Or, 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 t- or tweak the height of the mound. Yeah, right. That did happen. Yeah. So, I, they, it, it needs to be more relevant. And whether it's a pitch clock the, the games need to come down in time. It needs to be around two and a half hours. I don't even know if you could get there, but well, if you it's, the it's not relevant out, right now. If you get the pitcher on the mound for two innings, he gets his three outs. He stays on, he pitches another three outs. That would save a lot. It's of not time. a, it's not the worst idea I've ever heard. I'm, I don't, I don't want to see it go that way necessarily, but I kind of see where you're going, but baseball has inherent problems, right? No, they got big problems. It is a long game. It takes concentration to stay focused on a baseball game. If it takes as long for me to play 18 holes of golf as it does for those guys to play baseball, I know what I'm choosing. I mean, look, and I'm a guy who gets bored watching the NFL because of commercials or or March Madness because it has too many damn commercials. Even NBA games can be too long for me at times. But those are the there are intrinsic parts of baseball that just aren't going to transfer, as Bob alluded to, to sort of this modern, you know, give me info, give it to me now kind of stuff. And they don't support their stars. Their stars do not explode into multimedia crossover performers. When's the last time you could ask your mother or your father? Let's say with moms. (laughs) Like <laughs> I stayed with yours. Uh, <laughs> uh, when's the last time you could ask your mother about a baseball player and ever know who, yeah. who that was? Yeah. I mean, I, it's got to be the 80s for me. Yeah. But Easily. I mean, but but there can be things done. Baseball has a problem also with this all or nothing mentality. The pitchers are throwing harder than they ever have, yeah, because they don't they don't have to they don't have to stand in there for six innings, yeah. So so they're throwing 95, 96, 97, 98 miles an hour. The batters it's it's going to come off the bat faster, yep. So so they're swinging and they're swinging for the fences. So you're getting foul yeah. balls. So the so each individual at bat is lasting longer, right. and where strikeouts are up, home runs are up. But the play around the bases is way down. Yep. And that's not very entertaining. One of the inherent parts about baseball that really sucks and they can't change it. It's really hard to gamble on. And gambling, whether you like it or not, draws eyeballs. Well, you know what? Good segue. And, And we'll get into analytics here in a minute. 
Deuce Gossage had a few other hot, hot what opinions. What did he say? What else? And let me ask you what you think yeah. about this. He Keep said uh, the idea that we'd even consider a computerized umpire to call balls and strikes is bullshit. Why are we taking the human element? Oh, away? my God. We killed off the dinosaurs with the asteroids. <laughs> Not Goose Gossage, you didn't. <laughs> so you're okay with computerized dump behind the plate? Honestly, if, I, it's fine. If, if it speeds, it speeds up the game, the game. I don't care. If it speeds the game. I, I, I have a problem with it as a baseball purist, but if it speeds the game. And I'm okay with yeah. that, too. Yeah. I, I don't want to see it, but if that's what it takes, go for it. He said he... Um, he can't believe these baseball players can't beat the shift. You know how they'll put yeah. a whole side of the infield on one side because they know analytically the guy's tendency is to hit it on that side. And he goes, why can't today's ball players see the shift and beat the shift? I don't think it's so much that. I think it's that they're instructed to beat the shift because you have to play, you have to bat to your power spot in the in the outfield, right? You know, you know how you beat the shift? You hit the ball over the fence. Yeah, that's that's what I'm getting at. I, I watch baseball like you watch basketball, and it is amazing how they have these scouting reports where they will shift the infield. And I'll be damned if that if that ball player, he's got third base wide open. If he doesn't hit it to second base, right where they've shifted, it's, yeah. I mean, it's it's the law of it's the law of large numbers. That's the reason why I mean, baseball lends itself to analytics. We go back to Moneyball and the Oakland A's. In a hundred and sixty-two game season, you have enough data, enough stats, enough analytics to generally pinpoint what's going to happen. Now, I will agree with him on one thing about analytics, and I watch Dusty Baker, and he's a great coach. Um, but this guy, I mean, it's going back to the speed of the game. There's so much emphasis on analytics now. Seventh inning, he'll put in a right-handed reliever to go up against this right-handed batter because he bats. Well, they uh, have to make a pitcher ma and maximum. Then, and then they have to. And then they'll flip over the next batter to the left. Yeah. It's to the point where the analytics sometimes, it, that's killing the speed of the game, too. Look, they did that a long time ago, too. However... We have so many live arms now, right? We identify people with live arms earlier and develop them better than we ever have in the history of baseball, right? Yes. Now, every single bullpen has, from top to bottom, all these guys can throw high 90s, yeah. right? Didn't used to be that way. Right. I mean, the guys the guys who were going to come in and relieve Satchel Page didn't come in to relieve Satchel Page because they weren't as good as Satchel Page. You know what I mean? Even when Satchel had thrown 13 innings, yeah. okay? And he once threw a 13-inning no-hitter. Right. Um, by the way, Satchel Page made baseball the simplest. He said, hit it where they ain't. Yeah. That's how, you beat, that's how you beat the shift. And going back to the shift, we played Lance Berkman in high school, and we put the shift on because he was so powerful from the left side. Put everybody in right field. You know what he did? Just hit it right over us. He did. He did. He went for six for eight. He killed a set day. Hit it where it ain't. Yeah. Hit them where they ain't. Hit it, hit it where they ain't. Yeah. So is there a fix for baseball, Bob? I know you'd love the game. There is. You, 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 have, to, you have to drive the, the game time down. Labor, l labor needs to figure out a way to work with management. But right now, 
I, I, I do not see this strike. I do not see the strike ending. I do not see opening day in April. I do not see it. They're too far apart. And analytically for, for competitives and, and economics, I don't know how you fix it. Do I really need, don't know how do you need fix a salary it. cap. I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you one more thing. Pitcher maximum. You can't throw six pitchers in an, in one nine inning game. You just can't. Yeah. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. Back. And that's and, going back to the analytics. And, and a pitcher should have to stay in for more than one batter. I mean, there's two things because pitching changes take forever, forever. They got to come up and warm up on the mound. Same damn mound as you were warming up on in the bullpen. Well, that's why I'm back to my two innings pitch per game. You know, they pitch two innings, but it's we're not, not going to figure it out tonight. Bad. I hope they do. I would love to see baseball this summer, and I don't want some strike strike shortened. Well, oh shit, sixty game. We're gonna, ready for it. We're we're going to know before we come back in a week. I mean, if 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 management holds to their deadline of Monday, we're going to know. Yeah. Well, kids, anything else before we close it out? No, but I saw that uh, Troy Aikman is going to join ESPN. Well, good for Troy. I mean, it's you know, quite a he, catch when he for first ESPN. started his broadcasting career. <clears throat> like I listened to the first couple, he sucked. He's gotten way oh, better. He, he, he's outstanding. So, yeah, so are we going to standing? So wait, ESPN only has Monday Night Football, as far as I know. Okay, so we're going to do Aikman on Monday nights. Breaking news. I'm good, with, I'm good with that. Well, no, I, I'd i seen it just before we came on air that uh, he was rumored to be going to uh, Amazon. Amazon, thank you. But, uh, yeah, going to ESPN instead. I'm honestly surprised Fox isn't renewing him. I don't get it. Maybe he wants too much money. Mm. Maybe he's saying, I want to be paid as much as Romo or I'm out. He deserves it. I mean, he's as good as Romo. for my money. He's yeah. He's everybody. You know what? what about this? Have the Manning brothers do Monday night football. How fucking entertaining would that be? Yeah. They just won't commit to that kind of work schedule. Yeah, I, know. I well, we do here. I <laughs> see. I, the, yeah. the, the Manning brothers for me are like really good ice cream. You can't eat it every night. Yeah. True. I don't, I don't need to have the Manning brothers every Monday night. Yeah. Yeah. But every other Monday night, it's nice. Once every three weeks, they're fracking hilarious. <laughs> what are we out of time? Uh, that's, what the hell? The, that's two minute one. <laughs> I thought the ship was backing up. <laughs> okay. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. We we sure hope you enjoy our show. If you listen all the way through, hit that like and subscribe button, and we will see you next week. Sounds good. Oh wait. Adios. Peace out. I hope. Thank you.